0: Friday Night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
2: Welcome and good evening to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. All thanks to Betfair, of course. The Queensland Carnival are heating up. Well, it's pretty well done but uh, other sports heating up too. We've got US Open. We've also got Ascot and we do it all thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair, backlay and trade as always. Gamble responsibly. Can't do the Friday night Bedfair Ed show without the superstar from Bedfair himself. He's had a little uh, rundown in Tasmania. Then we're we'll going through the Mona and uh, doing all things uh, artistic and chic. His name is Tom Haylock. How are you, mate? Oh
0: hey, mate, it's been an incredible week, to be honest, mate. It's, uh, Tasmania, what a place. Great sights. Mona was outstanding and actually had the pleasure of, um, I don't want a name drop, but ran into David Walsh at the bar and um had a drink with him so it was uh it's all happening it's a great place i don't know if you've been down there mate but um lots happening dark low flows on at the moment the festival and the feast is incredible and uh yeah it's been good
2: Spent a fair bit of time down there thoroughly enjoy it it's cold though very very it's cold part of the world it is a, uh let's go straight off the top uh tommy because uh it's been all about ascot we had the sunday night bed fair edge Uh, Sunday, Betfair Edge, should I say. It was super, uh, and it was super for one reason, and that reason was Rory Flanagan. And speaking of Rory Flanagan, he joins us for the Friday night, Betfair Edge. How are you, Rory? Good, thanks, Jen. Pleasure to be back. Mate, uh, let's kick it off um, straight away with Nature Strip. Demolition job uh, destroyed them. Uh, Was your sixth best for the whole carnival? It just waltzed up and went bang, and look, even the riderless horse couldn't get past.
1: Yeah, it was good to see. Um, I can't believe that there were some uh, expert pundits across the UK that were putting the knock on him because he'd never run an uphill track before. Um, but uh, they have been made to eat their words, which is nice to see. And uh, the price as well. The price was generous, all things considered.
0: Yeah, mate, it's been a huge week. Um, what did you make of it all? Obviously, you know, highlighted uh, the field, but the second favourite, or the favourite at the time, missed the start and changed the complexion of the race. And we, we talked about uh, the American leading that race and just maybe maybe was a lay betting strategy in play at a shorter price because he was leading. But changed the complexion of the entire race and that just, just looked the horse to beat ever, or from basically from start to finish.
1: You know, I, put, I put a bit, bit of a strategy up to, to lay him in play in the expectation that he did lead, but also to lay him the place in case he bombed the start because he's only a, a one trick pony who, who, who didn't jump well, that was the end of him. And sure enough, it was. Um, funnily enough, Nature actually ended up going off favourite. There was a massive, massive, massive push in the last 30 seconds with a heap of money traded on him that, that rolled him into favourite ahead of Golden Pal. So the, the Smarties knew what they were on with him.
2: Is that the reason that they pushed late? Was that because of the delay? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um,
1: the, the the longer the longer it went on, I mean, Golden Pal was one of the first horses loaded. Yeah. So Street went, Stanger Strip went in last. And a lot of people would have had time to have a look at him walking around the back of the gates and probably just like what they saw Decided to pile into the world's best sprinter.
2: What about uh, a few other results? I mean, Bayed was super, and then uh, we saw the. Uh, um, it's escaped me. Uh, what was it called? Corebus. The St James Palace. Yeah, yeah. yeah got, a bit got the after St yep.
1: James Palace. Yeah, got the one two in the St James's Palace with Lusail uh, running a running second in the without favourite market. So that that was uh, that was a good result. Um, I think uh, I think William Buick might want his time. Over again, with that sort of rails hugging ride, because it was uh, it was a bit a bit hairy, but um, Maljuom is the horse to take out of that race, I think he was he was a luckless fourth, and uh, William Haggis has actually um, penciled him in as potentially um, being on the plane to Australia within the next twelve months to target some of our uh, generous prize money
0: well. Now- Rory, what happened to Stradivarius last night, mate? It's uh, not ideal. Frankie's been uh, under a bit of pressure for the rides. Yeah, the,
1: the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. And Frankie got Stradivarius beat last year, and he got him beat again this year with an identical ride. Um, all the talk for the last 12 months has been how they're not going to do that again. They're not going to ride him the same way again. And then Frankie just came out and rode him the exact same way got buried behind some long-shot no-hopers and then had his two main dangers pocket him in on the, uh, on the inside. And then, he, for some bizarre reason, he tried to, to peel out and come wide and he, he surrendered you know, four or five lengths doing that when he could have just taken a run up the rails and he would have saved all the ground and the horse's momentum would never have been interrupted at any, any stage. And then he ends up getting beaten by you know, 0.8 of a length.
2: Rory, uh, oh, dare I say this? I know that we uh, we go on and on and on about jockeys and who the best and you know, Jamie Carr's best in Australia or James McDonald, whatnot. People go on and on about Frankie Dettori being the best in the world uh, or one of the best in the world. And, gonna say, and I'm going to say this. If you do the same thing twice and you cost the horse a win twice in a big-name race, how can you be called one of the best in the world? <laughs> well... When, when Frankie's
1: riding to what he's known for, which is basically in the first three in the field, if he's running first, second or third in the run, there's pretty much no one better in the world than him. When he's back in the pack, he tends to struggle.
2: But That's, my, that's the knockout. I, I, I would I would argue I can go to a basketball court and if I land one three-point shot, I'm not the greatest three-point shooter in the world, but I can do one. <laughs> but but <laughs> I've got to be able to do, well, I've go got go able back, to do 200 <laughs> in a row. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And if that's you go a, back yeah. It, years it, ago, yeah, two years ago, he uh, he recorded I think seventeen Group One wins in the space of four months. So yeah, there go. he it, it, he's, and he's and he's in his fifties now. So he's I mean, if he if he gets beat tonight on Inspiral, then sink the boot in because she's my second best
2: bet of the week. Well, should we? What are we going to nickname him Pasties? Pasties Prime. <laughs> the, I reckon he's nearly due. You don't, mate. It was a butcher, uh, was a butcher job. It cost a horse the, a win. I disagree with you. I don't think
0: he wins anyway. Um oh, I, what? The, the winner, winner was going better than him
2: on the line. Nah. That's my opinion. But
0: anyway, we move on. Hey, what well, was it? What, the, the,
2: good other, good. the other one I just quickly want to touch on, Rory. There was another contentious ride there um, on... Oh, you're going to have to help me out here. On one of the horses that crossed across uh, in front of a few others and nearly dropped a few. Still won?
1: Yeah, there was a brazen bow colt. It was called the Riddler.
2: Yep. Um, and it
1: wiped out wiped out the horses that ran third and fourth. And because of the UK rules where they say, you know, did the interference cause improve the placing of the winner, um, which basically means you only, only ever have a chance of, of getting a, a protest upheld or overturned is, is if you're coming from behind someone you bump them on the way past. So if you're out in front and you just rinse across and sideswipe everyone in the field, you could cause an eight-horse fall and you'll still be declared the winner. Yeah, it wasn't good.
0: Rory, well, let's get us some winners, mate. You mentioned your best steps tonight, um, your second best tonight. What are, we, what are we tuning into and what are we interested in on Friday night?
1: Best bet and second best bet of the week both run tonight. Um, I've got second best is in spiral. She's unbeaten filly that's had a fair few setbacks um, and some time off, but her two-year-old form has uh, everything else in Europe covered by half a dozen lengths. So if she runs to that level of form and she's 80% fit, she wins. It's just a question of Frankie Tory being the man for the job and giving her a clean uh, Running room, good and luck. And then, the <laughs> and then the best bet of the week is uh, Perfect Power. You now they've, they've started to, as they've watered the track and moved the rail slightly, the, the the track pattern has sort of played towards uh, lower draw numbers, lower gate numbers in the straight races. And Perfect Power is drawn gate one for the Commonwealth Cup, which is our version of the uh, Cormore Sprint. Now he's. Stepping back from a mile in the Guineas, where he flopped, um, back to a sprint, which is what he suited to. The horse he beat first up. Uh, this prep was Lucille. Lucille obviously ran a neck second in the Group One St James Palace on Tuesday night, so his form's rock solid. And I cannot fathom why we're still getting about five dollars for a horse that's going to bolting.
2: That's, oh, hey. that's a declaration. That's a declaration. Is it nearly the M word?
1: Well, I'm about to put it up on the uh, the Fair Hub tip sheet and uh, he'll be a, a five-unit bet at $5. Oh,
2: I like uh, it. We
0: play head, head to the Hub. You see, head to the Betfair Hub. Everything's been there throughout the week. It's got a lot of traction and, and Rory's doing a fantastic job. We can't let him go without asking about the two Australians Saturday night. Um Which way are you leaning in that big one, Rory?
1: Yeah, beautiful gate for Artorias. He's drawn gate two. So if the pattern keeps holding up, uh, Artorias is drawn perfectly because he'll have pace drawn around him to cart him into the race so he won't be on the slow side of the track. Um, And that'll give him a big chance. Home Affairs, I'm sort of turned off on after drawing uh, the gate that he did. I think he's got gate 17, which is the opposite flank, but... It's a massive few It's 27 horses in a Group 1. When, when have you ever seen anything like that? So um, I'm excited. I'll be, I'll be having something on Artorius, Campanell, and Creative Force.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, Rory, 100%. Mate, uh, we love following your stuff on the Betfair Hub. You can go to betfair.com.au forward slash hub. You can see all the breakdowns, all the suggested tips and betting strategies. Rory, you've been super so far, mate. Keep at it and uh, we'll chat to you again soon. Thanks, fellas. Rory Flanagan there, the UK expert for Betfair. He's been pretty good, Tommy. it has been pretty good. He knows his
0: stuff. Um, yeah, he's, he's been a lady. He knows his stuff. Everything's kind the hard, hard. He does it year in, year out. He must be tired, mate. He mustn't get much sleep. Yeah,
2: him. he mustn't get much. Did you see the ride on the Riddler? Did, have you seen the replay of that yet? No. Yep. I oh, mate. He's He's literally, he's out on his own on the middle, on the sort of inside of the track, and the horse shifts maybe eight lanes across, wipes two out on the way through. It's, it's, it reminds me of that family guy, Skip. You know, I turn left now. Yeah, you remember that? Just wipe them all out. I've said that. Yeah, it's, it, well, and, and, and even the English have said if that's in Australia or the UK or Hong Kong, it's just weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks. Um, over there, it is not. Hey, uh, mate, do you want to quickly touch on the golf and then we'll jump to a break and talk racing on the other side because we've got... Uh, U.S. Open markets and well, we don't well, it's U.S. Open markets minus a few that are uh, that aren't there. Yep, isn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly right. It's, uh, it's like that. But uh, always a massive tournament, the U.S. Open. There's been 7.7 million, almost eight million dollars traders actually on the U.S. Open winners market on Betfair at the moment. Fitzy, it's a great place to get all your bets on. Rory baccaroy goes into the round two. As favourite, $6 around that mark. Justin Thomas, 13 Fitzpatrick, 14 John Rahm, $14. And uh, you can name your price, the rest. It's huge value. So if it's one place you want to bet on golf, it is best there, mate. You get the best odds, great value, and you can uh, play around and set some lay traps and all sorts of stuff. It's great fun.
2: We went well last time where we picked a few. Uh, do you want to have a go here at a shortener before we chat again? Because I'm going to say Thomas at 13s is overs, and I'm going to say Morikawa at twenty sevens is overs.
0: Oh, my man Will Zalatoris will be uh, top ten again. You'd think he's gone alright. He didn't. Uh, he didn't go dominantly or anything. But he's around the market. He's always consistent. And he'll be. Um, he'll be in the finish again. My man Will.
2: All right, WZ. Uh, we're going to go to a break on the Friday night Bedfair Edge. On the other side of this, we'll look at racing right around the country. Miles Fitzner, Tom Aylock, all thanks to Betfair. Back, lay, trade and play. Just find better odds on Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly.
0: Friday Night Betfair Edge with Miles Fitzner and Tom Haylock. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.
2: Welcome back to the Friday Night Betfair Edge. Miles Fitzner, Tom Haylock with you. Which Aussie will be crowned King of Ascot? Well, we already know at Nature Strip so far. Lay back or trade them on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. And the Queensland Winter Carnival, well, it's essentially over, but we've got the Ipswich Cup up there, don't we? This weekend. We do, mate. To. You,
0: you
2: well, I on Well, we'll kick it away with the racing. We might finish with some of the football, but um got about seven or eight minutes. Uh Ipswich, race seven, um, it'll be. Uh, and it's the Ipswich Cup, which is it's normally a pretty good race. Um I don't mind uh, Bartholomew Diaz here, Annabelle Nesham, Jaden Lloyd. Um look fifty-five kilos here. It's drawn perfectly in gate number three. I like the win of this horse last start. I think we're going to see this horse actually go on with it. Um, I don't reckon the others are, are, are really in this in this sort of order. Uh, I, I like this horse a lot. You're going to get about 5 or 6 bucks on Betfair, so that's my tip there. Um, do you want to go – we're sort of going to mix and match here a bit because I'm not really keen on a lot <laughs> right around the country, Tommy Boy. No, it's a
0: bit like that. I'll tell you is. One of only a couple of horses in in that race, to be honest. Um, came mm. off a last uh, not many winners. Straight down, he obviously won uh, three of his last six, but that's all that, there's a bunch of uh, pretty mediocre field Correct. got only listed races. The carnival winds up, but, um, yep, that's only a big chance. Um, I've got a couple for you at Rose Hill I can mention, mate. Osipenko, Horse Eye, Going to push for. I think I did on this show as well. Fifty on debut, first up on the back of a really nice trial for Chris Waller. Yes, came out one at twenties. If you don't mind, I'm backing him again. He owes me nothing. Um, he comes to the right form. He ran really good times. I know he had a good run in transit there and, and had favours, but he annihilated them. And uh, the main danger is Kibber coming up a white Farm heavy track win. Um, I think Osipenko returning to the scene of the crime. Hill race, race one number one will be mighty hard to beat. There, you had all of that.
2: Uh, no, mate, once I started going in those, i just follow you in when it comes to maidens and a lot of trial form or, you know, first start winners and whatnot, so I haven't had a look there. My next one, do you have anything in two or three? Because my next one's in race four. No, I don't, and
0: I think we agree on one
2: later in the program as well. Yeah, race four, just a little spec. I know Walunga Rufio is is your favourite after two wins, but I'm not ruling out Tinny Winnie, who's put three on the trot for Chris Waller and Chad Schofield. Uh... It's going to be double-figure odds uh, each way all day. I can't believe it went up double-figure odds in that sort of field. So um, it's only a 72, and winning form's good form. So tinny-winny each way. And then, well, race 10, mate. Oh, I think you and I both on this and have both found this comfortably. El Buena, um, this is uh, comfortably the the better bet for me at uh, Rose Hill.
0: Yeah, I agree, but uh, he's been a bit costly. I backed him first up, and uh, I each-way Price, thankfully, because he stormed home. His sexuals were enormous there. Bowman got way too far back on him. He did look interested. Hopefully, just send prayers that Bowman can settle closer from barrier 450, and if he does, I think it'd be mighty hard to beat here third up, up to the 3rd, 800 metres. I just thought the 1,200 was a bit too sharp for him second up, Um, but 3rd, 800 metres now third up would be absolutely perfect. That's race 10, number six. El oh, Bueno, we're both on the same
2: page. All right, let's try and run through a few here at Flemington. In the first, oh look, I found this reasonably tough, but it, it looks like it's, it's a pretty straightforward race. It's Pesto. Um, Sule Naguar. I still reckon this horse is all right. I know it didn't go any good last start, but I really like the run first up at Flemington uh, over the 1,800 behind Coulth and Wealth Legend. So you're going to get double figures about the six. Sule Nuage. Um, Pesto and Port Gillamain for me. Anything you like in the first?
0: I'm oh, not a bad little race, that first Stain race, to be honest. Pesto's obviously a nice horse. Port Goulain is a good horse and, uh, a bit of interest around yours. to make money, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, eight and nine for me in the second. Grand Pope and Regal Star. I'm not, uh, I can't cop Diamonds. I just can't. Might win again of Chris Beggs, but I can't cop it in the second.
0: Fair enough. Uh, Adelaide horses have got a good record, uh, and they bring them over, mate, so you've got
2: to be wary. Certainly um, obviously, one down at Flemington last up. Certainly do. Race three, uh, let's put a line through it. Yeah, Yeah. Race four, um, quite like Quintello here. Uh, I think Sorello miss, um, Sorello miss and American Angel were the only dangers to this. Uh, and th- this is probably going to be one of my better bets on the card at Flemington.
0: Ooh, good luck, good luck. Anything race five? Uh,
2: well, that's a genuine two-horse race, if I've ever seen it. Passive-aggressive Star Patrol. Don't worry about the rest. they won't get anywhere near and box them up all day. Uh, those that's, two horses are genuine that's stars.
0: That's the race of the day around Australia, that one. A lot of winning form, really good race. Cabra the Adelaide horse as well, brings nah. a bit of interest, but... Um, yeah, you don't think you'd get close to Star Patrol and Positive Aggressive. Two really nice horses, Yeah, mate. or anything that'll um,
2: get either of those beaters to track.
0: Yep, you might be right. Um, row 6, number one, I'll be back in too close to the Sun. Yes! Here, six, um, each way. Uh, you got
2: some mail for it? Or? Well, mate, I follow You're the right. WA form, as you know, with Terry. You've only got to go back. This horse, um, six links off the, if not the best horse in the country, Western Empire, two back then runs uh, 1.2 links off Regal Power and Western Empire in its last race there um, uh, over the 1800. This horse has got a great first-up record. It comes here over the 1420. Slight query, um, I think, with the wet. Although it's one from one on the heavy, there is a slight query on the wet because it hasn't seen a lot of them over there. Um, but, yeah, this is... I thought I found one here. Um, but that, that, this will get under people's guard too close to the sun, big time. Uh, it's a good horse.
0: Yeah, I agree. He worked at uh, St. Arnard, uh, a jump out there. It was really nice. So I reckon Lindsay's put a lot of um, work into the horse. So I think he's going to be pretty hard to beat. I agree, but he's uh, a nice each road pro there.
2: Um, mate, w- once we go through the others, race seven's, phew, six, two, and three were my numbers. Don't really know. Oceana Blue for Moody's. I- I- I'm, race eight, I've got six horses in this. Don't think a moral by any um, stretch of the imagination. Uh,
0: tough end there. Yeah, my best for the day at Flemington is definitely too close to the Sun each way. Um, but uh, in Sydney, I really think uh, to continue on. Uh, his winning been ways, race one, number one.
2: Yep, very quickly, can we have a look at uh, at the AFL, Brownlow and a couple of the game markets in the last minute and a half of the show? Of
0: course we can, mate. Um, Paddy Clips might get a vote last night. Ooh. I'm not too sure how. Uh, he got 34. Um, Sam Walsh had 34 as well. It was pretty even. Um, apparently fits with with those. But um, Andrew Brayshaw and Lachie Neal are leading on the Brown Medal Predictor on Betfair Hub. Um, 22.5 votes already. Um, it's pretty generous, but um, Andrew Brayshaw is $5.30. Lachie Neal, three fifty five, dollars 55 Clayton Oliver, 5 dollars Paddy Cripps, $5.00. Petraka next at 15 So. Very open there. We've been on the Neil train all year. I think it's a two-horse race for me. Lucky Neil, Clayton Oliver would be my two picks at the moment.
2: The race is over. Neil daylight, um, right? We'll go to the games. <laughs> I'm telling you, um, right? We'll go do yeah, the games.
0: Yes, uh, St Kilda Essendon coming up tonight. Uh, St Kilda dollar twenty nine, Essendon four dollars thirty. Port Adelaide two twenty eight. 28 get Sydney, interesting match there. Dollar seventy six, uh, a pretty even one. Um, West Coast Geelong, they're probably not even need to talk about that Geelong in a, that race, uh, that race, that game as short price favourites. GWS Bulldogs even match GWS 216 Bulldogs 1.84. Gold Coast Adelaide, I think Adelaide are the best back to lay strategy here. Um, five dollar thirty coming off the buy, I think they will trade shorter than that. They can get off to a fast start, and um, I think you get better than five or shorter than five dollar thirty, so you can back them now put up a little H at $4 or something and just make to bit to profit
2: that way. That's all I've got time for on the Friday night Bedfair Edge. Tommy, I'll have a chat to you same time, same place next week. Which Aussie will be crowned King of Ascot? Lay or back them on Bedfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858.